You're listening to The Two Marks, exclusively on The Pod Station. Welcome listeners to a new show brought to you by the two Marks. This time we are embarking on a vicarious journey of discovery through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hold on to your hats as we follow one person's experiences watching all 26 movies in chronological order. This time we are reviewing Thor. Welcome to the Marvel Marathon. Let me introduce my friend and co-host, Mr. Mark Pollard. Hello. Hi mate, how are you doing? Uh, I come- <laughs> <laughs> For the benefit of the tape, I am... We've put some pick and mix sweets in front of us, and well, I'm regretting it. It's like putting drugs in front of a drug addict. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but they don't make as much noise drug addicts when they're shooting up, do you? Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty quiet, aren't they? When they're shooting up, you're just jumping away. I'll swallow it whole. Okay. It's gone. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, yes, we've been enjoying the <laughs> the worthiness of Thor's well discount hammer. You're still calling it the Marvel re- uh, Marathon, though, isn't it? It's yeah, the Marvel you've, Rewatch. You, you've moved on from that now. You didn't get it first time because you were chomping. <laughs> the moral of the story is don't eat and criticise at the same time. Well, well actually, I was trying to reach into the bag without <laughs> rustling. Oh, licorice, that's not as so much fun. <laughs> I'm going to throw that back in. There you go. For the second time, by the way. Yeah. Shit, that's been well fingered. <laughs> yeah, it has. <laughs> like um. a few other people I know. Now... <laughs> Do you want to, basically, um, do you want to introduce our personage? Yeah, we should do. Yes, that's yeah. the reason why this show exists. Well, she brought the sweets. Ah, okay. There's so, a bonus then. Yeah. So she, she's I serving a I was sweetening you both up for today. It's Ishtar. Hello. Hi, Ishtar. Hiya. Do you want to explain why it is that you're here? Um, to watch. <laughs> Not in the world. <laughs> yeah, no. That's just, a very just, interesting question. Just for the benefits yeah. of this, because of course the show's called The Two Marks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Justify your existence right I now. have gagged in. There you go. Shortest possible introduction to the, re- to the watch, to the w- your rewatch, my watch of the Marvel Universe. You've given us an excuse to... You've been ribbing me for the last five, epi- five episodes anyway, so I might as well just admit defeat and just... Acknowledge where I'm at. I don't know. We've been pretty harsh. On, I've got another mouthful of sweets. Um, we've been pretty harsh with lay them on the old socials. We have. It he, was funny. The egg thing was very funny, by the way. Yeah. Have you had any comments or anyone feedback? Actually, to yeah. Somebody suggested that you um, put ping pong balls in your mouth as the next challenge. We can't eat ping pong balls. Can no, we? but that sounds a bit porno to <laughs> me. I know, yeah. I'm not working. In, I'm not working. Hey, in Spain. I did acknowledge the person's request and said that we would put it out there. So, if, if yeah. You, have we got the name of this person? Probably. Are we going to name and shame? Yeah. Um, alternatively, if you go to five at people and type in Mark Lathe and ping pong balls, you will see that for five pound he will put. Pod balls in his <laughs> mouth. Yeah, but not for a fiver, for a tenner, because a fiver is a misrepresentation. <laughs> Nothing so, on there is a fiver. I can't find the so, name. But I just thought the ping pong ball thing was a funny, funny suggestion. It is, but what happens, <clears throat> you know, if I swallow them? Who's going to be giving me the Heimlich manoeuvre? How can you swallow a ping pong ball? Well, you just swallow. Mark <laughs> could do it. It wouldn't even fit. The amount of shuffling, shuffling you're shoveling in your mouth, it would fit. <laughs> oh, really? Chicken in a graveyard? 
<laughs> oh, big shout out to Franco. That's an absolutely you know, outrageous bit of promotion. Go on, go on, lay them okay. explain. So, Franco, Chicken in a Graveyard, is the director of a movie that I um, starred in, was the stunt coordinator and uh, fight choreographer in, and is out in January. Whoop, whoop. So, big shout out to Mr. Franco. Thank you for the pong ball, ping pong ball request. You know, better next time. <laughs> What about meatballs? I could have had, you're Italian. I could, I could have had meatballs. I think we should roll with a ping pong ball and just put it up there. Right, okay, well, we'll do I'll a ping pong. In the interest of Franco's request, seeing as I know him. Yeah, and the fact that we've had engagement for the first time in a while. I think we should honour it. Right, okay, Franco, remember what you did. Kill. You're Wait. killing the star of your show. Yeah. Okay, I feel we should move on. Yes, we know why you're here. If you'd like to stay up to date with all our stuff, check us out on the social medias. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's at the two marks. All one word. Send us an email at the two marks at the podstation.co.uk if you'd like to comment on what we're doing, if you'd like to make more suggestions of what we can put lay them to. Or in, in his mouth. I stop at penises. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. If if <laughs> If you've got any suggestions for challenges that we should have to do for the up-and-coming film, so we've got The Avengers next. So we, we might have to have a think about what we're going to do for that. If anyone's got any suggestions, then let us know. Uh, send us by email or DM us on the old socials. Uh, yeah, and subscribe to the channel because you'll get all of the two marks goodness. We've got just general film reviews. So we've got the Bond one out there. We've got... Uh, what else have we done? Shang Chi's relatively recently. We've got all the Marvel rewatch stuff that obviously we're talking about now. Mm. We've got Star Trek stuff. We've got Hawkeye coming soon. Uh, we've got Mandalorian Boba coming Snake soon. Eyes. Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah, there's loads of stuff. Mm-hmm. Go and check it out. Yeah. I mean, I'm on the reviews, which is what Ishtar's talking about. We do have the um, podcast reviews, but we also put onto Instagram reviews. I'm a I'm a couple behind. Uh, because I've watched a few things. We've got June to go on there because we need to do a recording. We're going to do of a June, recording of June. June. I haven't is... purposely done a actual Instagram one because we're going to review June. Um, um, so yes, I would have seen it a lot earlier, but you know, being wheeled off to A and E is not the best end to a film. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, yes, so I have seen that now. So yes, we'll do a show on that. There's loads actually coming, isn't it? Uh, Excited as we lead into Christmas because uh, Book of Boba Fett, Eternals. Um, I love them. Oh, that's the band. <laughs> um, so, yes. Um, Which one was your favourite? Shanice. Well, Louise Redknapp in Eternal. She, oh, hang on. That's a very good question. Yeah, I think was. there was a couple, wasn't there? There was like. Eternals, yeah. Eternals. Was it? Was I think it, it had to be Louise was. Redknapp. Yeah. She, she still looks hot, by the way. Oh, yeah. Definitely a MILF. Yeah. When you're. A, when you're when you're rich and you're having uh, stem cells just injected into your spinal column, you probably will look good. Is that I, what's I, happening? I don't know. I imagine ten thousand pounds a syringe. You could probably afford to do that. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> in, in case there's any lawyers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you can say milf. I don't know how that works. <laughs> well, allegedly, that's fact. Is she is though, a milf. Is she though? Yeah. She is. Yeah. Okay. Well, because you said it, it must be true. Well, no, it, it's an opinion. Oh, well, my Which, opinion is she's having stem cell research. Not stem cell research. <laughs> she's having stem cell injections. Pick the bones out of that when you edit it. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> right. Moving on to Thor. Yes. Uh, well, okay. Uh, what do you think of it? Brill. Okay, thanks. End of that. Thank you. Tune in next week. <laughs>
Well, that's what we're doing, isn't it? We're going to review Thor. Uh, and Are you going to stop eating sweets while No, we're... I'm absolutely not going to see you. you. I'll interview you. Yeah, he's go on. Just gonna be, he's just going to be jumping in the background, listeners. If you hear you anything... You crack on. <laughs> You're going to ruin your... Appetite. Appetite for dinner. Have a Milky Way. Oh, is it Milky Way or Milky Bar? <coughs> Milky Way, wasn't it? Milky. The blue car and the red car had a race. Milky Way. Milky Bar. Huh? No, that was Milky, Milky Way. Way. Milky Bar was a Milky Bar kid. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Anyway, anyway moving on. Moving on. We're, not, we're not doing a review on the Milky Bar kid. Um, so what did you think of it, Ishtar? Um, I liked the movie a lot, actually. I was... Uh, very excited coming out of Iron Man 2 and the whole she had to refer to her notes then when she was trying to decide whether she yeah, liked it yeah because I not. was just thinking about chocolate because we've just talked about sweets and then I had to like refocus my there's brain. a link isn't there yeah. chocolate so yeah Iron Man 2 finished with the post credit spoiler of Coulson being called into the New Mexico desert because they found Zahama Zahama yes Mimi. so it was yeah yeah Okay, we'll talk about that because it's a funny name for a hammer. But anyway, um, and then, you know, that got me all excited and then Thor turns up and I love it because the whole Thor story is around Viking history. Norse his- mythology. Yeah, which I love because we've talked about Vikings before and my love of Vikings. Yeah, we did. Yeah. So I love all of that mythology part of it. And was this, just to interrupt you, was this around the time, of, I think I think on the podcast it's one hour, 40 minutes into the podcast where you gave Game of Thrones season eight a nine out of ten? Um, maybe. Yeah, I think it was, wasn't it? Mm. Okay, carry on. <laughs> I've noticed you moved the bag of sweets all the way over there. I don't want you to ruin your appetite. There's an embargo going on. <laughs> I feel, I feel, I feel I'm And being, I'd like our listeners to be able to listen to the actual podcast. I feel there's an intervention here. Yeah. Yeah, from Sugar People Anonymous. Yeah. So it was a, it was wonderful because I had that excitement and then um, the film started and it was just action-packed from, from the minute, you know, that it set off. You benefited a little bit, didn't you? Because this is probably the first movie that you've seen in chronological order that actually had an end credit scene that tied into the next movie you're going to watch. I know, I think it was also the case in the previous one, actually. Iron Man started. <laughs> I think we've got back on track We have got Iron on Man. track, yeah. Um, because Nick Fury inviting Iron Man to the well, not I suppose not 100% because Captain America came out after. I suppose we should mention we're watching this chronologically, not release date order. Well, the intro did say that for those who oh, could hear here. I wasn't listening, I was chewing sweets. <laughs> this is, by, by the way, listeners, this is the same guy who gets royally pissed off in the cinema when people do this. Oh, the irony. I know. I know. I'm a, I'm a hypocrite. I accept it full heartedly. But the humour in this film is wonderful. It is funny, isn't it? It is. It's a funny hilarious. Film. Thought is hilarious. So generally, this film is brilliant. What about you guys? What do you think? Go on, lay them. Um. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was a good introduction to the character. I actually thought, you know, when you cast people in the roles, it's hard to see them being done by anyone differently. Yeah. And I think Marvel have done a wonderful, so far, have done a wonderful way of, of casting the right people in the roles. And Thor, um, Chris Helmsworth is, is one of the, yeah, is, is a good choice. And, and he is, he, he, he's got a dry sense of humour, hasn't he? And it comes from, he's not trying to be funny, is he? Which is why it's funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's some good scenes. I mean, the, one of the funniest scenes I thought was when he was having, he was in the cafe and he was having his pancakes and things and he kept smashing the glasses because he thought he was you know, <laughs> kind of in his... Throne um, yeah. room or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
There's actually a lot of funny scenes. I like the one where he went into the pet shop and he asked for a horse. Yes. That actually made me laugh out loud. Thor is a really funny character throughout the universe, and Thor, for me personally, gets even better, like considerably better as you go on through the universe. This was the first time I'd been introduced to this character when I first watched it, and I don't know, because I'd obviously seen comic book images of the character and had an idea of, of what Norse mythology might be. I wasn't overly enthusiastic about this whole character and their story arc, but because they'd done it in such a funny way, mm. at this film I was I was all in on on yeah. this off the back of this film, and it is it's very funny. Chris Hemsworth is a great comedic actor, but he also does the weightier stuff mm. equally well. Yeah, he's a good rounded choice for that character. Because the humour comes from the fact that the viewers watching him knowing that he's that he's being serious and that's sometimes hard to pull off. Yeah. So, and his backstory was introduced really nicely into this as well. The fact that he started off really arrogant and then and you understand why that was the case and then his story, you know, kind of evolves and I love that. Yeah. It, it, again, referring back to the shit that was Hulk. <laughs> this actually did what it was supposed to do and what a good Marvel story does is that it explains that backstory and the backstory was really strong in this film. Yeah, the exposition to the characters achieved very quickly, isn't it? And so you don't get yeah. you don't get bogged down with Heavy, all the stuff about Thor. Yeah. And I suppose that because they they've designed the the series of films in a way which is they can tell a bit more of his story as they go on. And that's what they've done, yeah. which is what you're talking about, isn't it, Mark? You're saying yeah. about the fact that they've kind of developed his character more, and you see, you see him. I think he gets better, doesn't he? Oh, considerably. Yeah. And even when we haven't we haven't reached that point yet, but there's a certain kind of pivotal moment. They don't shy away from the serious thing, and even even within that, it's also comedic. Mm. But they 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 kind of tackle it head on. But this is a good in, a good first intro to that character, and. Secondary ancillary characters, the characters to sort of kind of um, sit it firmly within the MCU. And can I just say also how amazing Asgard is? Like image, imagery, scenery. I was really impressed. Yeah, see, I think it gets a bit better over the course of films, but it falls a bit into the Captain Marvel oh. area for me, in so far as. When it's a made-up place that's so different from what I, as a human, see as the norm, I don't know. It takes me out a little bit. I bloody loved it. I thought it, I, I love the bridge. Would you go there? On yes. Holiday? Yeah. It's totally. Like, it's a bit like um, Disney World, isn't it? It was magical. Absolutely, I loved it. Okay, so where should we start in terms of deep delving into this film? Uh, do you have a plan of action? ish that you want us to follow well let's talk through the characters shall we okay so who do you want to start with then let's start with odin okay yeah anthony hopkins great choice massive i mean that's a big actor yeah again what what film release order was this 2011 so was this film number four or three um you had iron man captain america iron man 2 and then thor 
Oh, and then Hulk. Well, Hulk. So, yeah, so it's have... technically five. Yeah. So this is the fifth film. Yeah. And it's still sort of establishing itself because you take Hulk out the equation, as quite frankly Which you always two of the three of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's four films. So he's quite a big actor to get on board for this. Because mm. Chris Hemsworth wasn't the it was an unknown, the wasn't big he? dog. Yeah. He's been in Neighbours. now. And he'd yeah. been uh, James T. Kirk's dad he in the been, Star yeah. Trek reboot. reboot yeah. Which but, was nothing, really. Which, beyond that... Not, not the little things. He was a know. noob. Yeah. So... Anthony Hopkins, who's usually a more serious actor, turns up with an eye patch and a big hat and a costume. Yeah, the the thing that they have done, and I know they continue to do it because it's become a bit of a thing, hasn't it, with Marvel movies to find out who's been absorbed into the behemoth that is the Marvel machine. They always cast big actors, and I know some of the people haven't been as known as they are now. And maybe that has been a way to springboard their careers. So, for example, Tom Holland, you know, nobody knew much about him. But if you think about after he did the Spider-Man film, every film he was in and the films he's going to be in, I think he's going to be in the the game remake of Uncharted. Well, I've seen the trailer for it, so I know he is. And so they kind of springboard new talent and they also bring in heavy hitters. You know, you think about um, who was the other lady who plays... um, the wife, she was in Lethal Weapon 3. Oh, Rennie Russo. Yeah, Rennie Russo is a well-known name, although I couldn't remember it. She's barely in this. Yeah, but if you think about it, they've probably got a couple of days filming on this. It's a good, a good little little cheeky project, isn't it? Because they're in it for like a second or two. But she's a big name, or was in sort of 80s, 90s movies, so they, they don't shy away from the big hitters. And, um, you know, again, it's good to be able to kind of get them in it. What did you think of Odin as a character? Loved him. I think he's complex and there's a bigger backstory to learn about Odin. Um, and if there's a, whenever there's like a father figure kind of character, I think it's always interesting, especially when there's siblings involved. So it was good to kind of see the relationship that he had between the two, to, to the two sons and how he'd kind of got to where he was at and how he'd basically, you know... Um, with the frost giants kind of played that down so that there wasn't as big an issue um, as there had been before and stuff so I like him Loki was a little bit of a terror in this like a cheeky very cheeky yeah. but is it cheeky. a justi- wait, 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 Definition of no, cheeky. But, but. They said that about Saddam Hussein. They were a bit cheeky guy. <laughs> yeah. a cheeky guy. Oh, you know. Oh, oh well, the, lol, the lols he had when yeah. he imprisoned those people. Oh. Look, his story is very interesting. The fact that you find out halfway through the movie that he wasn't Odin's son is very interesting indeed, isn't it? Yeah. And you can already see that Thor has preference from his father over Loki. So you imagine you're Loki. I mean, you're going to have a little bit of resentment. I know I see where you go with this direction. Yeah, yeah. That so, doesn't make you cheeky when you're trying to get people killed. I mean, <laughs> he's a cheeky chump. Oh, oh, oh what's that. a bit of death between families. But I, even at the end, I feel like he's not really like super bad. Is he as bad as the corporations that Mark thinks is evil? No. 
Is he evil? And he's not. And the and he's not as bad as the frost giants. No, he, well, he used. He to be is a frost, a frost giant. giant. He lets. I know he is a frost I mean, giant, but he's not I, as bad I, as. I the... feel we're, we're we're foregoing some relatively important information from this film. Oh. He gave them basically the key to sneak in to steal a massively powerful uh, instrument weapon. Uh, he got people killed. He betrayed people. He got his his brother. Um, thrown out. Can I just stop you there? All the goodies are getting he people killed over, as well took, as the baddies he, getting people killed. He took so. over a, an entire world as king. Uh, <laughs> no, he was because his dad was and in he a let, thing. And he, he then let the frost giants in with the view to them killing his dad who and we'll come back to the Odin character because I have an issue with the fact that the most powerful person purportedly in this story was asleep. I mean, what a time to go to sleep. Yeah. But uh, Loki allowed for them to come in with the view to killing him. But then he didn't That's let not... them kill, kill him in the end, though, did they? I'm just going to flick through the Oxford Dictionary for the definition No, but of the, he didn't let them kill him in the end, did he? Because he stopped No, he them. didn't. He... Explain why he suddenly decided to pretend... Not to let, not to let them kill him. Well, because it was in his, in, uh, it was in his own interest not to let that happen. Yeah, I so get that. So he's selfish, self Yeah, he covered his ass because he yeah. knew he was busted. Because what he wants, basically, what Loki wants is to become the king. He wants to be next in line. You, but the story is about ultimately is nature versus nurture. We know fundamentally if he became or wasn't collected by what's the name of the king? Sorry, if Odin. 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 So if Odin hadn't have grabbed him and, and brought him up as his. Son. Adopted son, he would have become a frost giant. Yeah, who are arseholes, and therefore. But he could have been a king frost giant, maybe. Well, he may well have been become the frost giant. Yeah. I imagine. But through. the Asgards are in charge. Yeah, but all that would have happened, he would have become the you know the the highest level he could become in the frost giant arena in that realm. He w- but then there would still have been the the baddies. Too. It's the glass ceiling of kings. It is, yeah, and he, and so he's a bit mischievous. Because he's playing all the he's playing all the angles. What he wants is he wants to get himself positioned next to the king in a way that doesn't look like he's trying to get positioned next to the king. Yeah, so basically Odin wakes up and he goes, Oh, Mum saw me kill the person who's trying to kill you, aren't I the hero? I'm your loving son, yeah, even I get though that. you lied to me. Yeah, make so me king. Playing he's willing to play both sides to get well, he what he wants. He wasn't playing both sides then, was he? Because what he was doing is he wanted to get them to break in. So he would be the saviour of that story. He yeah. was using the frost giants. Yeah. I know yeah. that. And that's yeah. not cheeky. Oh. That is cheeky. That's devious. <laughs> wow. Um, if anyone would uh, finds himself in front of Ishtar in the magistrate's court, uh, you'll be all right, people. You're not going to prison. You're a little bit cheeky. You're just I mean, a little bit cheeky. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I have a, a preconceived... Pol Pot, a bit cheeky. Preconceived feeling about Loki, though. Ceausescu, a bit cheeky. <laughs> Stalin. Woo! Oh, he was major cheeky and proper cheek. <laughs> they said to him he's called Stalin the cheek. <laughs> but he was known for his cheekiness. He was like, just kill all them up against the wall. Oh, you cheeky man. Um, I would say less cheeky, more mischievous. I'm, I'll go with mischievous. Oh, okay. We've been yeah. talking about cheekiness for the past 10 minutes. I so. mean, same thing. Ruthlessly same. ambitious is probably That's the phrase I would use. Yeah. I, I love that one. I, I love that as well. Let's go with that too. I Let's just your, throw I, them all in there. I love your fl- <laughs> flip-flopping all over the show here. I mean, I'll get down to the beach in a minute. <laughs> Be able to wade into the sea. 
he orchestrated and manufactured and things to manipulate events and, and outcomes for his own benefit to get him nearer to the king and become a confident because the king doesn't trust him. It won't. He won't trust him inherently. One, he's not his own bloodline. Two, he's a frost giant that's been created to look like a human. He doesn't look like a frost giant. So he's, he's lived a life of... It's like, for example, if you adopt someone and don't tell them they're adopted, they're only going to ever believe you're their real parents. The moment you tell them they're adopted, it shifts their understanding of where you stand as their parental guardian. So when he became aware that he was a frost giant something in him shifted and because of the way the favoritism with well the favoritism would have become a bigger bone of contention the moment he realized he wasn't a true blood line yeah, yeah yeah and therefore what you create then is a, a separation between brothers the sibyl rivalry anyway yeah but when you've got the person who's next in line and then you realize you're not even bloodline then it shifts dynamic and all he's doing is orchestrating outcomes to eventually give him the power of the as God. Yeah, maybe throwing. I just felt really sorry for Loki. I can't remember whether, because it's so long ago, the first time I watched this film, I thought Loki was more of a goodie until the big unveil that actually he was a baddie, or whether I just completely overlooked and missed just how devious he is throughout this film. Because re-watching this now, and I don't know whether this is with the benefit of hindsight of having seen the character going forward... I now pick up on things that I didn't pick up on the first time round. But throughout the whole of this film, he is devious, he's sniving, he says the right things that he knows will come across in the right way to the right people. So when Thor's looking for support, but he does it knowing full well that basically Thor's going to run himself into a brick wall head first, and that's what Loki wants him to do. Mm. Uh, and and I don't, I, I can't remember whether I missed this first time round or whether I just didn't pick up on it because I didn't know the character as well. But he is, he, he's, yeah, he's not cheeky. I, I fundamentally I challenge that definition. Yeah, no, I feel for Loki. Do you feel that you've somehow been? Um, a bit of sort of confirmation bias or something because you've seen the series maybe maybe it's a bit of that because i do love loki a lot because we saw him the other way around to you he yeah. was just a body to us yeah, wasn't yeah. he yeah and 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 taking that further i'm aware of the comics so i knew as soon as he was introduced he wasn't a goodie you could argue he's a bit like an anti-hero but only by the fact that they've they've moved this character around since they've released more movies as we've talked about in the Loki show Mm. he does what serves his interest best and if that means being a good guy for a bit he'll be a good guy but only up to the point where it's in his benefit and as soon as it's no longer in his benefit he'll quite happily swap to be honest though isn't that every politician in the world if everyone in the world was a politician, yeah. Allegedly, just in case any politicians are listening to well, this. Well, he's just playing politics, a, need, isn't he? We need like a proper lawyer on the books, <laughs> like full time. <laughs> yeah. For the amount of lander. Um, so going back to Odin for a second, did no one have an issue with why this all-powerful King Dingaling decided to take a nap during the film, during the point where his world had just been declared or had declared or that there was a war with its one of its arch nemeses and his son had just been banished and he went oh yeah I'm just going to go to sleep now I think my take on that was he was to show, show that he was frail and at the end of his term as king just you know because that's the thing isn't he? he's been basically going for a nap 
Well, you know, like, it's a, like, like an like afternoon a, like nap after you've nap. had your lunch. Yeah, you know, when you've had a sort of a heavy, heavy meal and you sort of <laughs> have a bit of a 20 minute, 20, 20 winks or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I got the impression that was what they're trying to show because don't forget the age of these people isn't, they're not in the 50s. These are hundreds of years old. Of these course, people. Thousands yeah. of years. Thousands of years old, apparently, um, allegedly. Uh, but that's why I think... The <laughs> that's what you insert allegedly next to. Wow. <laughs> Everything else is free game. <laughs> I, I, I think they showed that to show that he was frail to give the vulnerability to the character because he's this big, huge, you know, mound of a man. But he's actually on his way out. And he, what he's looking for, what he's trying to do... He's trying to get Thor to stop titting around yeah. and playing the playboy because he's essentially the playboy. He's just of a spoiled Asgard. kid, isn't he? He's yeah. a prince. He, yeah. he hasn't really had to do much no. uh, with his life. He's got these powers that makes shit a lot easier for him. Yeah, he can throw a hammer that comes back with a pizza on it, <laughs> which is something I would do probably. Forget yeah. Just Eat, not a sponsor. But can you imagine that if you threw your hammer out and it came back with a McDonald's? Yeah. How good's that? I mean, you probably would have killed everyone in the McDonald's drive-thru. <laughs> this hammer just smashed into people's faces. But I mean, it's a sim- And your burger has still come back looking as smashed as it does when the kids put it together and throw it at you out so the drive-thru. That's, that's spot on. Actually, when you buy a Big Mac, it looks like Thor's hammer smashed it up. <laughs> it never looks like the picture, does it? Just so you know, McDonald's, it doesn't. But if you'd like to be a sponsor of the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. Because <laughs> we don't care. Because we're a bit cheeky. Yes. And but doesn't the story remind you a little bit about of uh, Three bears. Captain uh, of Hook. Iron Man? Steve. Iron Man. No. Iron Man. In in Safara's metal that features in this film at some point. An entitled son from a father that was powerful. Well, not really. In a different way. He's a strange son because his father really didn't spend the time with him he's too busy building the Stark but he Industries. was flying off the coattails of his dad and Thor is almost flying off the coattails well, of his dad in the right. same arrogant way well I suppose you're right so far as there is a dad and a son at some point but I think I think <laughs> I, I, I think that's where the comparisons end if I'm being entirely if you look at the two parallels I know you love to parallel stuff which means it never is parallel <laughs> because I remember our scores were parallel do you remember once and they were never the same number so not parallel basically you have you have a father and son. The difference between the two is one inherited a leadership role. Yeah. One was told it was bestowed upon him and he had to be one. He didn't have a choice. Like an arranged marriage. He said, you will be the leader of Asgard. One what didn't want it. The other one, they both in, uh, got it in a different way. Well, Odin was around to instill yes. the, or to try and instill the right, um, what's the word, morals. Yes. And it w- was trying to achieve that. And it was just because he was a spoiled little brat that it took him a lot longer to get over that. With Tony Stark, his dad was pretty absent because of all but the things he was, he was doing sp- and died. Both of his parents so were killed. So he grew up without parents, so didn't have that that structure of that you need as a kid. But and he's all- still a spoiled brat. Yeah, no, okay, okay, you're right on the fact they're both spoiled brats. Okay, but they were, there we go. Was that the Got point? I, thought the po- oh. I knew we'd find one if we talked about this long enough. <laughs> If we unpick the the uh, the linkage, then probably yeah, they they both breathe in and out. They were as both well. men as well. Yeah. Can I just point that out? Both got beards. Oh, okay. Um, both. Both, right, both continue. Fine dining. <laughs> so yes, in that respect, they are parallel. Carry on. What was on your notes? We're going through your characters, aren't we? <laughs> no, what we. Well, to mix to mix this shit up in terms of the characters, should we should we take a, a brief moment to consider those based on Earth? Yeah, boo. 
Not really a fan of Jane, you know. Really? Yeah. I don't think she did the, the, the character well as she could have. Correct. I think she was sleepwalking in this one. Oh, high five. I like that. Totally with you. Because she's Natalie, Natalie Portman isn't a bad actress. You think about Black Swan, you think about her in the prequel Star movies Wars. for Star Wars. Yeah, I like her. Uh, they, those are powerful female characters, aren't they? They are. The, and she was the, not in this, yeah. This one, she was there 100%. for the money. There for oh, the wow. money. yeah. Yeah, I don't think she's too bad in this. I think she's underserved with the script. But the bit she does, I, I know, I know what you're saying, and I do agree. And in fairness, she's publicly sort of said that she wasn't happy with what she got in terms of her character development. But I still thought she was quite funny in parts of this. For example, running him over. I thought that was the way she did that and acted. That was. Really, really funny. I mean, yeah, but then you think then there's two things, isn't there? There's vying for um, supremacy, which is the script writing and situational comedy written for you, i.e. you will run over Thor and it will be funny. Ha, ha, ha. But she, she, I suppose she was very much a damsel in distress throughout, wasn't she, really? A if you wet. think about it, he, she needed him to get her notes back. Uh, she put was able to put up very little bit, very little of a fight when she came and pinched the stuff. Uh, but that was irritating because she's an intellect. Yeah, she's a prof- isn't she a professor? Well, she I think is. You, you, you've just hit the nail on the head there. All intellects are weak. Are they though? Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> I'm joking, people. By the way, <laughs> he's not. Satire. No, but I mean, really. <laughs> No, no, I'm because, joking. I'm joking. No, I'm Tony joking. Stark, yeah. No, but yeah, she mm. was. <laughs> Parallels. Oh wait, Tony Stark was an intellect, and he was a powerful character. She is intellectual, and she's not a powerful character. Same, same about Liv Tyler. Well, Liv Tyler was an intellect, but she was a wet character. It's the wrong person playing the role. Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler playing the blah blah in Hulk. Hulk. Thing. And yes. Oh right. Nat- okay. Natalie Portman playing this character. She didn't do it well. No, but also Tony Stark is a genius. He's not an intellect. He's a genius. Yeah. There's okay. a massive difference there. Fine. And she is a. She's probably got a PhD. She's a doctor. Right. So draw she's the comparison with Liv Tyler then. Well, no. The, the comparison between Liv Tyler and uh, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman the same. They're mm. both underserved by the story. Yeah. But I do think. The difference between Liv Tyler, who always look, looks like she's crying. <laughs> Sorry, Liv. But that, that Natalie Portman was there for the big books and was just driving around in a camper van for the movie. There wasn't much. If you take away the aesthetics and the CGI and all the practical effects, you've just got someone who doesn't seem to be really wanting to be working there. 100%. And I bet she did about two or three days on the job. Um, and I actually think women are slightly underserved in the films up to this point. Jen, I'm going to take Captain Marvel out because we're watching it in chronological order. That film was done 10 years after we started the journey, so let's ignore that because Marvel had had the shit kicked out of them because of it up to that point, whether you agree or not. But if you look at the films, uh, if you ignore Peggy Carter, who I thought was quite a good character but wasn't in the film as much as I would have liked... Mm. Um, you've got uh, Pepper. Pepper Potts from Iron Man, who is a good character, but is still the damsel in distress when baddies are about. She still needs catching from a burning building and her life saving. Lady Sif's good. Black Widow was good. Black Widow one. was good. 
But we've had this conversation. Liv Tyler was a bit poo. Yeah. Gamora. Nemes, uh, uh, Nebula. Yeah, no, but we um, haven't got to those uh, yet. I'm, I'm talking sorry. about up to this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that I think, I think this, no. the way that Jane is in this film is slightly indicative of how they how, write those characters. That and I appreciate some people might say, well, yeah, but that's kind of how the comic books are, where the hero is Thor, not everybody else. So Thor has to be the hero, or else it defeats the point of him being the superhero. However, I think as the films go on, they learn how to do that better. Yeah, I think there's, I think there's something to be said about that. I mean, I, I think she could have played it more as a strong character. I think she didn't, and maybe that's the reason why we get what we got in this one. Because actually, in the comics, she becomes Thor. So why would you want to play that character down only to become the character in the comics who is in fact Thor and has the powers of Thor. Well I think Shang-Chi is a good example where you've got Shang-Chi is the main character but sort of his best friend whilst not having the same powers or being the same character still plays a good role in terms of helping fight the good fight uh, and I'm not going to go into more detail because obviously we haven't got to that point yet whereas if you flip that round could Jane have fought side by side with Thor while still allowing Thor to be the main hero because it's the Thor film No, but she doesn't does she at no. all she just stands like oh lost me book she is sort of the um, back it up girl sort of the the shield holder in this isn't she I mean she's not prepared for it she's not there yet and that's okay because she's an academic She's not, you know, you think about academics. And generally. they're weak. Well, that... Joking again, people, before anyone writes in. <laughs> to, to, to be more accurate, they're not prepared for things they're not familiar with. Right. So they're busy trying to solve, I don't know... Mathematical. Pythagoras. Yeah, yeah. yeah. deadly, deadly viruses, whatever your field of it is. They're not ready to be going into a battle or war or even an, uh, an alien from a different planet coming and bringing a massive robot with him that's going to destroy a village and yeah. go, oh, by the way, I'm suddenly going to be this all-powerful female lead. Mm. They have the role. The sidekicks are good for the reason they are. That's why you have, for example, in the DC, you have Oracle, who behind the scenes is controlling you know, what happens in Gotham. The sidekicks play a huge role. I think she could have played it better which would have given her a bit more presence on screen. It's not memorable, her time. Correct. And the, and I keep forgetting the lady that is, in fact, in WandaVision. Her, yeah, Darcy. Darcy. Darcy Lewis. So, again, Darcy overshadows her in certain parts. Because Darcy's, Darcy's amazing. Darcy's hilarious. So if And Darcy doesn't get that much more airtime than than um, bloody hell Jane. Yeah. So you think, okay, so what, what's the difference? And the difference is, is how they present themselves in this movie and I think she could have done a bit more with the role okay arguably script wasn't great but the whole point of an actor is you play with the character you develop it or you go to the director and say I think that this would do this and they go yeah yeah I'll put some notes in there we'll change it it could have been done but if you were just there for a paycheck or whatever reason you weren't on your game or whatever it may not have been um, your best best work but when she's the love interest of Thor and we know this from the comics, and when she becomes Lady Thor... Um, in the comics, by yeah, the way, we're the not, we're not, there's no spoilers there. No, 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 this is all comic-based. When people who are fans of the comics know this to be true, they expect a certain je ne sais quoi about the, the character. Now, okay, there is the fact that you are right, that it does develop over the series of Thor movies, which you could argue is part of the plan, 
but I think Natalie Portman could have done better. Agreed. That's all I would say on it. Are there any human-based characters you did like then, Ish? Well, the, the sister... No, what was Your she, mate the was sister? there. Who, who's my mate? Coulson? Yeah. Yeah, obviously Coulson's amazing. I, I don't know, he was a bit of a knob in this nah. film, was Coulson. He was wandering in stealing people's bag. computers. No, but that's his job, he's doing what he has to do. Well, so, well, that was the argument that they used in the War Crimes Tribunal after the Second World War. That doesn't mean he's a good person. He's following orders. Is he you a can't blame, well, exactly, that, you was, can't the argue, that was the exact defence that they used. My lovely Coulson for following Nick Fury's requirements because he's trying to battle a bigger was bad... He bit, was he a bit cheeky? No, he's not cheeky. I, I I can't believe you've just used that defence. Yeah, he was he was a prime knob. He walked he's, in and he, stole her materials. I know because they are on. They're they're goodies. They're not baddies. No, no. But well, all right. Let me define a goodie. Let me counter this argument by saying a goodie would walk in and go, "Listen, we've had a development. You're really close to." hitting on something here clearly you're massively intelligent and you've done some amazing work to have got this close um we'd love to work with you to try and answer this problem and to really tie this thing down would you like to come on board that's what a good person give does. me a knobhead would go uh all right son uh I'm, you know you weren't expecting me but uh, you see that yeah yeah that's my computer um i'm gonna be taking that thank you give me the name of one government organization that would do that they would just come in and take your shit. I know, but that's the point. That doesn't make him a good guy. It doesn't make him a bad guy. It makes him a knob. It doesn't make him a knob. He is a knob. Oh, Coulson, a knob. you're a knob in this. Aren't you, saying knob. The, aren't you both saying the same thing? Because I would say um, knobbery is a definition <laughs> is of... Is that a word? I've just made it up. Okay, and It fine. exists in my timeline. <laughs> knobbery is the existence of a government alphabet agency coming in and taking everything and leaving you with nothing, having done all of the work. Is that the same as Arsidery? It's a bit like shithousery, but um, that's <laughs> how, his how, word. Uh, that, but that's not what she's saying. So I'm saying that saying in this, Phil Coulson is a bit of a knob. Because un- just following orders isn't an excuse, is it? Well, look, he, he can disobey orders when required, as we have seen in Captain Marvel. Well, then why didn't he? Because he's because a knob. Because he believed in the reason why it was being taken. Which was what? We don't know yet, because we've not seen <laughs> Thor 2. There you go. It wasn't. Uh, uh, I, spoiler alert: Thor Two's got sod all to do with that reason. They took it because. Why they were are you like, breaking your rules? You've, yeah, well, I'm not breaking any rules because there's no, there's no, there's no spoilers really, is there? It's knobbery. It's pure knobbery. They like knobbery. You are entitled uh, to nice. your opinion, and I am entitled to mine. On, I believe it. just yours is do wrong. It, do it. Go on. Do your opinion quote. What what opinions like? Like assholes. Everyone's got one. It's just in your case, yours is wrong. And also, like our souls in prison, they keep them to themselves. <laughs> Thank you. You can tell it to the bank. Basically, he was a knob. He took people's data. If you were working on something, let's say you were doing a lovely uh, interior design, shameless bloody plug there, right? Cora interiors. I've never heard of them. Um, I'm sure they'll go far. Uh, fad. And I came in and suddenly took all of your general arrangement drawings. For a greater good, I'd give them away. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I you would. wouldn't. I'd have to punch you out for Yeah, them. but how, how would you know it is for the greater good? Because yeah. he's not going to tell, tell you. Because you're all dressed as government agents with and you're coming in. With sunglasses on, yeah, like yeah. men in black. Basically. Yeah, but how do you know what I'm going to do with them? Do you trust the government? No. Exactly, so how do you know? How do you know? <laughs> but then on, we don't have a choice. On. Just, just let me catch what's falling out now you've unpicked that stitching. <laughs> no, you're but... You're just going to be a pile of wool on the floor. 
<laughs> I'll have to have his hands up there, so he's just doing that when you're putting... Remember that when you were younger and your nan used to be doing knitting? Yeah. It's not a visual joke, unfortunately. Um, no, no government agency, and this is not allegedly, because you just have to look into the history, has ever done anything for the greater good I'm of people. I'm not saying, I'm saying he was following orders, and you can't say that he's... It's his responsibility to always not follow orders. You're literally just saying words now, aren't you? Just let's hope they fall into a sentence that people understand. <laughs> what Basically, about Eric? <laughs> should, we move, should we move this who's on? Eric? I don't know who Eric is. Eric? Who's Eric? He's the guy Eric that Banner. helps Eric Jane. Selfig. Oh, sorry, Professor uh, Eric Oh, Selfig. yeah, sorry, sorry. Professor <laughs> Eric. Now you said Professor, I know who you mean. Eric could just be some guy walking down the street going, oh, I think you're a bit cheeky. Anyway, bye. How come you can have sweets and I can't? Well, near hair, aren't they? I was just about arms. to ask you a question as well. What do you think of Eric? <laughs> what? Great I bet guy. you can, good, good, good guy, yeah. Uh-huh. But uh, she's just passing red ones. It looks like a nipple. <laughs> a massive nipple. Can you imagine the breast attached to that? In the mouth it goes. <laughs> I'm the sweet. <laughs> oh, Eric. Right, Eric. What do you think of Eric Selvig? You should think about nipples. Great. No, he was all right. You're just drooling on the microphone now. I don't know what you're doing. I'm surrounded by chomping people. What is... <laughs> Give me... Listen, listeners, I'm sorry. I'll play some like nice, nice casual music while I listen to two people chomping down the phone. It's hardly ADSL. Actually, it is ADSL, isn't it? You have to go to the... Go. <laughs> you know, I hate the sound of people chewing as well. Oh, do you? Okay, well, listen, listeners, you've got the thing that somebody hates doing it to you. Um... People, people love the ADSL, don't they? They get proper, proper yeah, yeah. on it. Yeah, you should. You two should have your own show. Just we just eat a bag of forty pound sweets, not the weight forty, not forty pound of weight. How much did it cost you? Oh, about four, a million four, pounds. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's about this about two months. So, Eric, um, what do we think? Again, another big actor. But he, I, I, I in, suppose... in June, he's just been in June, hasn't he? All right. Well, is he better or worse than Jane as a character in this? He's okay. a minor. Okay, so he is less of a character in terms of time um, seen on, on film. I think he is better than Jane only because I think he did a bit more effort into his character, and which he develops. Because he, he only ever, ever ends up being a little bit part to move the story on. He's a cipher. Yeah, I thought it was a He's bit a shit. I think, I think the main part his character plays is when him and Thor go out and get ratted. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. And he does play a bigger... If you think about it, he is a cipher character, but he's also pivotal to the whole arc of where this goes. Yeah. And that's, that's an important. Whereas if you think about it, Jane is kind of... There, where's Jane? I've, I've no idea. Jane Doe. Yeah, exactly. No one knows. Um, Lady Sif. You see, Lady Sif is a really strong character. I love Lady Sif. And Lady Sif won't get as blattered off the back of all that. But I have to say, though, if someone served me a beer as big as the one that was put down in front of him, the last thing in the world I'd be doing is putting a bloody shot in there as well. Yeah, you'd be having stomach pumped, wouldn't you? Oh, my God. I'd be dead. I haven't drank since I was 18. I'd be gone. You wouldn't see me. I'd be like, big X's on my eyes. (laughs) For, For the benefit of the recording, Mark pulled a I'm dead face. We'll get that on vid- on camera for later. Yeah, along with me eating two golf balls. I mean, two <laughs> ping pong balls. balls. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, we've got Eric. We've got Coulson. Um, 
Who else have we got? Well, in, you're missing uh, one of the big ones. Come on, people. Uh, who do we see? Nick Fury. Well, who else do we see? Who's the first time we see this person? Idris Elba. No. Who else do we see? Who's coming Stan out? Stanley. Who else do we see? <laughs> Come on, you have watched this. Tom Hiddleston. Hawkeye. No. Yes. Oh, 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 God, oh, baby. God, damn. The oh, new wow. series out in the two weeks' time. Less but, than two weeks' time. Right, but I'll let me tell you. Tell I me. I could have missed Hawkeye because I don't real. I don't know Hawkeye at this point. Well, you won't ever. I only know Hawkeye. He's not very really Hawkeye-ish like, about it. Well, no, he, there isn't a Hawkeye solo film, so you won't ever know him. Okay. You'll know him simply because he kind of turns up to things. Yeah. So at the moment, I just know he's a sniper. And that's all I know. I didn't know until you told me. I mean, I was really excited watching this retrospectively. I have to say, I the first time I watched this film, it was such a fleeting glimpse. I didn't really think old of it. Bar the fact that the character playing it is was he just born? The born films Um, had just come out. So it was a bit like, wow, he's a big character. I'm assuming he's going to play a big role. And then you didn't see any more of him. No, and this is a prime example we've talked about so often of how Disney or Marvel introduce characters. And you know you know they're there, you acknowledge their existence, you kind of go, oh, cool, that's nice to see it. Comic fans are appreciative. Um, they did it with Black Widow in the Iron Man film. They've introduced... So what you've got there is you've got the Iron Man film... You've got your Hulk film. You've now been introduced Black Widow, but there's no solo film yet because no. there's no okay. need for one right now. No. There's, no, there's never been a solo Hawkeye film. I know the series is now because they've got the platform to do so, which is beneficial to fans and um, Disney. But you actually have been introduced to the characters. So when you get to the film that's after this... Avengers. Boom. Everything comes together. Yeah, and how many films has that taken you? Five. Yeah. Right. Whereas DC go... Batman vs Superman. Oh, there's someone on a cam- camera. That's such and such. Oh, who's that ran past to Flash? And then you go, whoa, hang on, I have no idea who these people are, unless I know the comics. In which case, if you don't, you've got you're struggling. Marvel have just taken the time, they meandered, they've been a bit cheeky, and they've introduced <laughs> these people, fleeting. But you have enough screen time to go. I have a feeling this person's going to be important. Yeah. And it doesn't it doesn't detract because it doesn't become a Hawkeye film. It never becomes a. Thor, um, sorry, a, a Coulson film or, or a Nick Fury film. These are people who, in your day, you know, you walk through, so you go, all right, mate, how are you doing? You go, I'm fine, thank you. And then you move on, and yeah. that's it. It doesn't take up the whole of the film, yeah. but you, you get all of these planted, and then you get the payoff at the end because you go, oh, I remember Black Widow. That guy yeah. was in yeah. that thing. And yeah. I, think that, I think it's a far better way of doing it rather than spend one movie of maybe three hours throwing everything at it. Yeah, because people are like I have no idea what I've seen here. Yeah, I've just overload. Yeah, so it was okay. So you're saying it's Hawkeye, but it, we don't know that it was Hawkeye. Really, we don't know. Until... It's Clint, Clint Barton right yeah. now. We know his name's Clint Barton. Yeah, we don't know and it's Hawkeye. It. Yeah, and that's good. So... That's good because because fans will know who Clint Barton is. Yeah, we also know that he witnessed probably one of the most homoerotic uh, mud fights on TV and cinema next to ever. Fight. I'd like to see that, by the way. Oh my god, there's another request coming. Next to what? Armoured fight, which I just made up, but apparently oh, yeah. I've, I've spoken oh, it into god. reality. <laughs> if it's like Thor's hammer, it's going to be an epic one, isn't it? It is, yeah. People's backs are going to be out. Stay people tuned. are going to have wheezing going on. <laughs> I, will, for attacks. I will set people's expectations now and say, I look nothing like Thor with my top off. Because <laughs> that is a body. 
But you did go, you did go when you saw the body. Oh, listen. I know you. There's some work gone into that. I mean, yeah. it was a bit like uh, Captain America when he climbs his his fine ass out of the machine. Yes, I mean he does get bigger in every movie, doesn't he? Thor. Who? Thor. Thor. Yeah. Okay. Thor. The whore. The Thor. Okay. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong. I mean, with that's a money shot, that isn't it? Yeah, there's it? nothing wrong. With I feel like you appreciated it more than I did. Well, when he's sliding around in the mud, I, I did think raining as well. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It's like a Timothy advert, isn't was, it? With his hair. <laughs> <there's laughs> I mean, it's the shittest Timothy advert ever because oh, I've never seen do they someone. They even sell that still. I don't know. But if you'd like to be a sponsor of the show, I mean, you can't normally see a young lady under a, under a waterfall. You got Thor. Mud in a, in a mud pool, haven't you? Well, yeah. But you've got all you've got all the uh, erotic mo- moments. You've got it in slow motion. You've got him ripped. You've got him oiled up as well. It's raining. His hair's wet. He's in mud. I mean, the only thing that's missing there's popcorn. And well, you've got sneaker, aren't you? You've got Clint hiding up in the uh, roof, just watching it. He's and Colson, by the oh, way. Oh yeah, well, yeah, Colson's watching it on the screen, isn't Voyeuristic. it? And yeah. then you two were also watching it in great detail. Oh, oh, do you know what? There's not, nothing, nothing wrong with appreciating a lovely man's body. If you say so. Well, we did. And did. Did, did you Good. find did you, it? Nah. No. 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 Wasn't doing it for me. No. What were but... you doing instead? Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Coronation Street. Yeah. Ken Barlow does it for me. Look, Thor doesn't do it for me like Bucky does for me. No, tell me this is interesting because I don't know. Bucky is a good-looking guy, isn't he? Well, Bucky's all muscle as well. Bucky's face is beautiful. Thor's face is not beautiful to me. Well, I think people should just let us know what you think about that, whether you think Thor's face... Is more beautiful than Bucky. Thor versus Bucky. We're going to have to yeah. put a poll on Insta. Basically, um, do you think a face for Thor eyes or. I've got a, I've got a, <laughs> or do you think Bucky's got a better face? And Bucky's got a better face. Let's vote for Fucky Bucky or <laughs> Thor Thor. Anyway. Moving on. Okay. So, is there anyone that you've seen so far that would not supersede Bucky? Sorry, it's either my car's exploded <laughs> or it's fireworks day where people with no money manage to spend £40 on fireworks. Not, not from a handsomeness perspective. I've put people obviously above Bucky because they are better characters, but not from a wow, he's hot. What would, you, what would you do if Bucky was attacking you? Would you just be like, Take oh, me. you're so lovely? Yeah. You're a bit cheeky, aren't you? Aren't you, Bucky? Yeah. It wouldn't be, it f- I wouldn't feel like you. Why do you look like Nick Fury right now? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm just trying to fathom your rating system. You've well, ignored Captain America. Yeah, he, he looked didn't. buff, didn't he? Of course, he did. Yeah. Oh come on! But it's his face. Look, no point having a nice body and a not nice face. I think the one thing that I would say about Thor is he passes the pint test. He can drink, can't he? No, as oh. in, would I go for a pint with him? Yeah, you've said that before. He would. I would. Well, I suppose. No, let me clarify that. The Thor we end up with. He said before he go with. He, no, he has said before he go with Captain America. Yeah, the Thor after he gets banished, not the Thor before, because I probably would have ended up punching. Uh, pre-banished Thor, and then get battered. Well, <laughs> yeah, I, I did. As soon as that came out of my mouth, I realised that my ass would then get handed to me in a gift box. Yeah, you Hell would be yeah. you would be ejected to one of the seven realms. Yes. So, uh, but he he would. I'd go out with Loki. Oh, because he's cheeky, isn't he? <laughs> For a little cheeky thing. Yeah. For a little bit of mass slaughter, you know. <laughs> yeah. 
world oh, domination. Even yeah, exactly. What have you world been up domination. To today, Loki? I've killed a few people. You cheeky bugger. <laughs> Do you want a drink? Yeah, exactly. What about you, Laden? I'm all right. Thanks for drinking. <laughs> <laughs> Thor or Loki? Who would you go out for a drink with? Um, you I, go what? on, go on, go on. Is it any? Is any Thor or Loki? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd probably go with Loki. Uh, all right, cheeky. but from the movie, if you could choose someone as a more generic, then it would still be Loki, but not because he's cheeky. It's because I quite like villains. Yes, I know. Me too. I like that villains. means me, you, and Loki would go out, and no, you'd just be on I your Todd. I would just go with Loki. I don't want to share. Well, I wouldn't be on my Todd. I'd be with Thor, <laughs> rolling around in the mud, battered, getting battered around the ring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah, it was like, where's Thor's hammer? Be <laughs> <laughs> using him like a plunger. <laughs> I'll be going, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy. <laughs> Talking about him not being worthy, where does Milmuir sit on the cool weapons spectrum? I think it's a bit bulky. <laughs> I wouldn't get that on a carry on, would you? <laughs> Do you not think it's like a massive hammer? It's like, you're going to put some shelves up with that. It's a must fucking, fucking massive DIY job, that, isn't it? I would rather have something a bit more. Elegant. Yeah, it's it's just a bit. It's not brash. a watch, you know. It's, you know, yeah. Like for example, Iron Man stuff, right? Extremely powerful. Okay, not as powerful potentially as Thor stuff, but he just goes like that, doesn't he? And it's done. You can't see that on obviously on audio, but I was but pushing a button. On, yeah. I was pushing a button on my wrist. Yeah, but I mean, you're talking about technology versus magic magic so it's not comparable is it i suppose the difficulty with the thor's hammer like let's take cap shield for example mm. cap shield has the magnetic ability where he can stick it to his back so let's say he's going out to the local shop to buy a bag of sweets uh, he <coughs> clips it on his back goes to the shop he's got two free hands on it so if yeah. he's going for the coffees He's got two spare hands. It doesn't yeah. matter. He Thor, can... where, where do you put the hammer? Outside you've got to, the just, shop, no, Mark. No, because you've just got to carry it. Well, I suppose you could, but you've still got to carry it back. Let's see. He That's goes true. for the coffees. Yeah, it's true. It, it, and, what and, would and, happen and... is someone would tie their dog leash to it, or you'd have a pram <laughs> or one of those stupid old people's cars outside, and it'd basically be attached to the hammer. Or what you could do is, whilst you get the coffees, you could just fucking throw it, right? <laughs> By the time your coffee's been served... It'll come back to you. Well, what you actually do is you throw it, it comes in level to the the coffee shop, they put the coffees on top, and then when it it boomerangs back, it'll be empty, your cup. (laughs) (laughs) But my point is, even if he puts it outside the shop, if he goes in and they don't give him one of them cup holder things, which they They often don't, don't, and he needs two spare hands, he's got nowhere to put that hammer because he can't clip it to anything. It's not even got one of those you know, those wrist straps that some things have, no, so you just have it dangling. At what point do you see him having it dangling from his wrist? You know, like those yeah. gloves you had as a well, kid. Well, he didn't hold a Starbucks, so we don't ever know, do we? He but also he doesn't wear, yeah, he doesn't wear sleeves, sleeves, sleeves shirts, does he? No. That's not a gun, by the way, still fireworks. <laughs> We're um, in Birkenhead, we never know. Well, it's true. It could be, it could be gunfire <laughs> with guns and rockets. Yeah. Uh, basically, though, I think if he wore a sleeved shirt, he could do the, the glove thing where you'd have it on a string. Um, <laughs> the elastic. Yeah. But I like the hammer, and yeah, I think the name a bit... is a bit... Go on, say it. Yum, yeah. What? <laughs> you sound like a stupid cat. <laughs> I do good cat noises. Go on. Well, you just well all right. It. Let's start Let's start with trying to pronounce the name, and then I want to hear your cat impression. Yes, that's a good That's a good metric. Yum, yeah. 
Now, was that the cat impression? Or are you trying to say the name of the that hammer? That was the name of the hammer. Okay, and the cat impression? <laughs> they don't laugh. Cats don't laugh, they're miserable bastards. <laughs> the other come when they want something. Yeah, not a hammer. I can't do it. Go on, you can. No. <laughs> Is that on a motorway? Yeah. In a car. It's the fastest cat in the world. <laughs> Has it got stuck in a door or something? <laughs> <laughs> um, right, maybe it's been hit by the hammer and it's carried on down there the road. There you go. It's got its tail stuck in the uh, wrist <laughs> thing. <laughs> Which is why he doesn't have it, because he's lost a few cats that way. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Hunting for Pussy, which is the name of Thor's autobiography. You, you say the word now. What, Pussy? No. Oh, Milnier. Oh, is that how you say it? I've no idea. You're just saying me, me. You're just saying words. <laughs> just what? You sound like you're beeping your horn at someone. <laughs> what? How do you say it? Milmere. Yeah, I think that's about right, isn't it? Milmere. Mil- <laughs> you're going. You're going. Me, 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 me. What? Um, on the basis we talk about weapons, can you explain to us what the frost cubie thingy is? Is it a tesseract? Because at first we, uh, yeah, well, you thought it was a tesseract, and I sort of mistakenly thought it might be because it does look like the yeah. tesseract. But actually, I very quickly sort of went thought, no, it, A, it doesn't fit into that timeline, and B, it's, too big. it's not. Yeah, no, it's, the, it's, their, it's their weapon, wasn't it? It's the one that basically they take off them at the beginning of the film in the war they have. So it's just a weapon, it's not an Infinity Stone? Or no, that. no, it's got nothing to do with that. It's, I think that one is just a weapon that he stores in. The idea is that there is your MacGuffin to take you into Odin's... Um, MacGuffin room. room. MacGuffin room, where there's lots of stuff, which is Easter eggs I've got down here. Um, but basically what that is, is basically to show, first of all, how he gets them into the castle or into the palace or whatever it is, and then show this massive room, which alludes to other little cheeky Easter eggs that we now, we, we now know, you won't know but, uh, yet, of what has to come. Mm. Although there is a caveat to that, but there's also you don't know. Wow, well explained. Mm, okay. Confused. So anyway, you did mention Idris Elba. Elba. Idris Elba. Although I didn't know it was Idris Elba at the beginning. Because of his yellow contact lenses. Yeah, and uh, the How could you not know it was Idris Elba? No idea, she's rubbish. I mean, I know he was dressed up in a costume, but well, there was yeah, no much. dispute in it. It, it, it was basically Idris Elba yeah. playing Idris Elba. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. It's it was the character he played. He was basically Luther, but dressed up as a Nordic god. Yeah, he just didn't have a huge trench coat. <laughs> yeah, if if he'd have put a trench coat on him, he would have just been Luther. Luther, you will not pass. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an ensemble of things going on there. Yeah, I thought he was good. Another 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 famous actor. I thought it was a he was a great character in this. Yeah, he he was really it. It was the witty bants that he added to the seriousness of what he was doing. Yeah, and again, if you think about his screen time, what he's done with that character, whether it be script or whether he's added to that to give it a bit more gravitas, he has more screen power than Jane does. Yeah, massively. He was even being funny when he wasn't probably supposed to be funny. Exactly. So when they've decided they're going to go to the Frost Planet and he's going, uh, just to let you know, uh, not going to let you back in if there's any shit that's going to hit the fan. Can I, I'm just showing the boys a picture of uh, Idris Elba with the headdress on. I mean, I wouldn't. that's why I didn't know that it was Idris Elba, because you can hardly see his face. Let me see. You can see that's Idris Elba. Yeah, no, no you, you really can't. can. The no, beard's a giveaway. And also the whole of his face. Not really. Yeah, you can. 
If if it covered his whole face and he didn't have any eyes on it, you wouldn't see his face. Then no. Oh, well, I didn't. The only way you wouldn't know that was if he had a pillowcase over his head. <laughs> That's an entirely different <laughs> sex, sexual fantasy going on. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. I didn't see it, but I like Idris Elba. But you didn't know it was him. Not at the beginning, and then should I be did ashamed later. of yourself, shouldn't you? Really. <laughs> Heimdall. Heim- yeah. 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 Great character. He's good. He's in charge of the Bifrost. He, yeah. Uh? Which is a bit like the Iceland where you, you go and get your frozen food. Is that what it's called? The Bifrost, yeah. Yeah, all yeah. oh, right. Why Basically, do they call it Bifrost? Well, because the other frost was taken. I don't know. Oh. The cell frost was gone. Uh, isn't it like Teleporter World or something? No, that's a, an amusement arcade <laughs> we've been to. It's a bit like Alton Towers. Oh. Alton Towers from Norse people. Yeah. Basically, just directionally, because of the seven realms. It's a Bifrost, it sends you both ways. It doesn't. Okay, that's the first time I've ever heard of a bike. Mark's just being progressive. Okay. <laughs> doesn't work, does it? No. <laughs> you go woke, you go broke. <laughs> that's what I say. So he just he is the guardian of, of that, the realms. Of well, yeah. So he they go to him and they say, "I just fancy to nip out for it's a just their, eat. yeah." It's their transport system. So let's let's go back to our scenario with Thor the hammer and going for a coffee. Yes. He goes up to Heimdall and goes, do you want a coffee because I'm doing a run? <laughs> Heimdall goes, yeah, where are you going? And he says, Yodenheim. insert coffee shop here. And, and planet. And, and plan- yeah, on the planet so-and-so. And uh, he sends him there Yeah, and then brings him back again. Yeah, Preferably before the coffee gets cold. It's pretty sharp. It should probably be good. But if you go yeah. to the ice planet, it'll be frozen. It'll be a frappuccino. <laughs> Quite like then though. Yeah. So you're okay then, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, it'd be all right if yeah. you would if you did the frappuccino run. Yeah, it'd be all right. Um, yeah. Okay. Can anybody do that job, or is that just his job? Well, I think they'd have to kill him for it. Yeah. Well, Loki does do that job, doesn't he? Yeah. You need, you the, need the sword. sword. It, the sword's basically the key. Okay. However, Heimdall does have some relatively useful powers that makes him particularly well suited for doing that job. And the sword is massive. I saw. Yeah. So you've got to be. You, I think you've got to be some sort of god, haven't you? You've got to be someone who's. You, well, we couldn't turn up and have. A well, we know this because we tried to pick a single weight up off the yeah. carpet, and you broke a nail. So yeah. <laughs> picking up good. an enormous sword ain't going to do you any good, is yeah. it? If you want to set up a GoFundMe page, <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> For a money Get you a money money paddy in. Yeah. Yeah. But he he's huge, isn't he, uh, Hemdell? It's those tight trousers. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back to the homoerotic thing again. Can't help it. He's just a good actor, isn't he? He is. I do get worried about you two. We're just real. We just buff him up. Um, I mean, he looks good in his outfit. He's well, that's what I mean. We, we just It's like appreciating good art, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. Didn't really say you want to pinch it. No, exactly. Or, or do it. you? Or cup it. Sounds like you do, though. Yeah, he did that in the... In the um, in the Lever Art Gallery. <laughs> but no, he... he um, allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but he's the guardian and Loki can do it because Loki is almost, is a god and has the power to lift up the sword. But you've got to get past him to do it. Yeah. And so um, that's the only way. But some random couldn't turn up and go, we all just shoved that in the lock. It doesn't work. Right, okay. Interesting. I think so. I like him. I like the character. I like the. I like his fight scene. I what about the, the famous five or the gang of two or whatever the chuff they call Thor's mates? Um, oh, can happy, I, go on. Yeah, uh, there was a funny scene when they landed on Earth and he was like, oh look, Xena Warrior Princess and Jackie Chan just turned up or something. That was Slightly funny. racist, that, I but feel. But that was well funny. 
Is it racist? Well, it I'm, I'm not. It, 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 it's a bit like, oh, look, there's a, a, a Chinese-looking person. It must be Jackie Chan. I think they're being more stereotypical, aren't they? But yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's probably on the cusp of being... A <coughs> Whereas the Xena warrior princess was more because someone was dressed up in what could easily be misconstrued as Whatever, a Xena warrior. I thought warrior. it was well funny. I know it was. It was a funny scene. I'm just yeah. thinking it, it perhaps wasn't quite as culturally respectful as it could have been with I, hindsight. Well, maybe not, but I don't get caught up in all that bullshit. No, no, I mean, but it, I did... It, it, anyway. Yeah, no, I know what you're saying. You know what I mean. I I'm, do, I'm, not, I'm not making a point of no, it, I'm just no. saying. There would be people who would be like, oh, you can't do that, whereas I'd, I'd moved on and watched what actually the film's about rather than yeah, getting exactly. caught up in the nuance of nonsense, which is uh, a band I well, belong to. yeah. <laughs> but no, are, the, what, are they called the Warrior 3 or something? Yeah. Yeah, and again... Warriors 4. Well, it, 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 it was quite because it was like the Warriors 4 or one the bird. Yeah. It's kind of how we introduced it. I mean, I can't remember. What what was her name again? Sith. She's Sith. And yeah, Lady Sith. So it's the Warriors 4 and Lady Sith, or Lady Sith and the Warriors 4. Yeah. Which kind of felt, well, if she's part of the Warriors, why is it not just the Warrior 5? Because she's like a lady. A lady. I know. She's a badass lady, though. They're all very strong, and obviously they bring their own... Again, they bring another level of comedic thing. You've got Zachary, um, who's now playing Shazam. He was in there. Oh, no, sorry, before he was in there, you've got the guy who played Prince Charming in Once Upon a Time, and he left that role, and they recast him as Zachary whatever, um, because he was doing Once Upon a Time. I think they they were all right insofar as the screen time they got, but... I don't think we saw enough of them for no. me to actually give a rat's ass me about neither. them. But again, you don't want that because then what that does then is it detracts from the whole point of what we're trying to achieve. And there's a nice balance of each one of them that comes along at the right time to tell you the story and show that he's got friends that are outside of just the normal yeah. um, the world he's in and that they will be there for him when they need him. And, and they do play a part but they don't play enough part in this particular no. time. Mm. But we know they're there. Well, so you like to say you mentioned the toy box a lot when we talk about these things. So you got the toy box, and so all they're doing is going right for this particular character, Thor. What we're saying is, there's Thor, there's Jane, and with all these ancillary characters. And as and when we need them, we know they exist because we've seen them. We can just pull them around and put them in. Yeah. And I think that's all it's for. Sometimes it's part for the part part of the narrative so we know like with with obviously with Eric um, Selvig his, his role is really important with Jane not so much with others but what they have done which we only know now is they're bringing these characters back into the narrative in in the TV shows and stuff aren't they so we but so that's why it works the payoff for maybe is further is years down the line mm. okay. but they come to try and help Thor and then don't help Thor don't do they with that big well they're pretty useless they are the useless warriors what did we think about this big third act because I I remember the third act being a bit shit jeez I know just just for the benefit of the recording this is bonfire night not in the middle of yeah (laughs) I remember the first time I watched this yeah the robotic giant destroyer blah blah wasn't great, was it? It's just a big. Did you not like the destroyer? <clears throat> not as much. Okay. Really. Well, I you, mean, the frost giants were a better baddies than the. And robot- they got killed off pretty quickly and easily, didn't they? Yeah. So yeah, not really. I didn't enjoy that as much. I think it could have been better fight scene, and it was disappointing that they came to help him and then they didn't actually help at all. He was like, "No, I got it," and he didn't even have his powers back by that point either. No. He was still a relatively normal human. 
But it was this, that's kind of part for him in the redemption story. Yeah. Because what it shows is the change of his character from being the spoiled brat yeah. who's next in line to the throne. To the person I'd go for a beer with. To the person who goes a beer with, mm. where he's as valuable without his powers and better with his powers because what you want to do is you want to get to, like with every character, you want to get to the bring them down to the lowest point ever. Right. And then So you break them down and then you build them back up. Or in this case, knock them over with a car. Yeah, all that. Twice. Because you think about Iron Man, you mentioned about parallels. There's some compo claims going on there, though, <laughs> yeah. isn't there? Yeah. yeah, I mean, somebody somewhere's gone, how did you happen to your house? A massive robot destroyed it. No, I don't believe that, mate. I don't believe that for a minute. But in terms of the parallels, you think about um, Tony Stark's character, he had to get to a point in his life where he's really at the lowest part when he got kidnapped Yeah. to build himself up to a point where he became an, uh, a, well, a self-appointed superhero. Yeah. Now you've got someone who is already a super super powerful, who is who becomes a power, uh, superhero simply because of where he is. So you know these there's a parallel there, but you have to break you have to break these people down, and they have to be at their lowest point before they get that realization and then be built up. And it was a better. good scene. It yeah. was a good scene where he had that redemption kind of moment, and you're like, oh. Um, I'm conscious of time, so are there any other things on your notes that you want to touch on before we go to Easter eggs? And then, of course, my favourite bit of the show, which is where we rate our top ten Marvel characters and score the film. Nope, go for it. Okay, Uh, so there wasn't loads in this one. Um, We've mentioned a couple of them. Norway was mentioned in the scene with uh, Tonsberg, Norway, which was seen in Captain America the First Avenger, and will be seen in another film in the future, um, which I could probably mention. We haven't seen it, but it appears in Endgame. Um, the way the story continues kind of picks up after the post credit scene after Iron Man 2, um, and sort of flashbacks several hundred years to the earliest events that we've seen so far. Mm. Um, Donald Blake gets a name check on one of the characters in there's name badge as Donald Blake. Now he's actually from the comics. In this, in the film, he's a, a part of the Shield team. But actually, in the comics, he is a normal human who possesses the same powers of Thor after he holds Mjolnir. So that was quite a nice thing to the comics. Mm. Uh, you mentioned the Destroyer. Yeah. Now that was a protector of Asgard that was created by Odin. Um, but basically, uh, the, the, well, Agent Sitwell, who who we only see for a brief moment, who we haven't mentioned, who plays a massive role in the whole of the MCU that we're not going to talk about because we haven't seen it yet. Extremely difficult, these rules, but let's just say this throwaway character we don't see is pretty, pretty important, and I'll only mention Mark's toy box, which is not a euphemism. Oi, oi. Yeah. Um, he says... Does the, is the destroyer created by Tony Stark? But in the comics, after Tony Stark has the encounter with the destroyer, it makes him create what is known as the destroyer armor. You know, one of his suits. Oh, right. So Tony Stark, what Tony Stark does in the comics uh, is every time he has an encounter with somebody, he creates a suit to counteract that encounter. So he has the Hulk, but whatever. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that one, does he? Because you haven't <laughs> seen the film, have you? Oh, balls. Um. As you mentioned earlier on, we've seen Clint Barton. We don't know his name yet, but he's... Uh, Who? We don't... What? What? We know, we know Clint Barton. Who? Clint Barton. I don't know Clint. You do, because that's who he's mentioned in this film. Who's Clint? Hawkeye. Barton? Yeah, the third. 
We don't know Hawkeye. Who? We, we don't know Hawkeye. The person you can say his name, but you don't know who he is. Um, he's in it. The Tesseract is in the post credit scene. Um, oh, we didn't talk about the post credit no, scene. No, I was going to do it after his Easter egg. Oh, okay. Continue. <clears throat> do you want to do a post credit scene of? Well, should we talk about it now because he's just mentioned it? Throw it in. Yeah, go on. Save the editor. I can't remember what it was. What was it? The power well, source. What is the power so the source? Tesseract. Ah, yes. So in the post credit scene, Nick Fury shows Doctor Selvig the Tesseract. Um, and that we know is going to be massive in the films, but the twist is Loki, cheeky, mm. <laughs> and that's literally the post credit scene. I'm glad we discussed it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but later in the post credit scene, we get the the fact that Thor will return. Now, this is something that is seen mostly in James Bond movies, uh, not the last one because he won't be returning. Um, <laughs> And so we know that this story is going to continue in the MCU, which is great. There was lots of cheeky. Um, <laughs> is that your cheeky or her cheeky? It's my cheeky because your cheeky is just pure evil, <laughs> <laughs> but not your evil, which is corporation evil. <laughs> this is your cheeky, which is better than my cheeky. <laughs> but the one that you do know is Stanley is in this movie as yes, a cameo, sorry. and is, is is basically his lovely truck gets the back ripped oh, out I of did, it. I did put that in my notes. Oh, did you? Glad yeah. You talked about what it. What did you make of the end scene <clears throat> post-credit bit? It was a bit confusing because I didn't know how Loki had suddenly morphed his way into that. Yeah, I must admit, it, it is a bit, a bit confusing. It is confusing because I don't know that Loki has that power. Well, you, do, you never see him <laughs> and Eric come into contact with one another. And we don't know what's happened to Loki after he's fallen into the... Abyss. Well, I suppose the end credit is to imply that you thought he, he might dead. have been undone by then, floating away, but clearly he isn't. But then how? But uh, what what did you understand to be happening that in that? Apparently, Eric is going to be helping with the power extraction from the Tesseract for government work. Okay. The good government or the other one? The one you don't trust. Or the cheeky one? Yeah. The cheeky one. That you don't trust. Yeah, same, same. Yeah. But he does have that power because he's obviously the Lord of Mischief and he has the power to mimic other people. But we don't know that. Well, we do. Because he's, he's the Lord of Mischief. Just, God of we Mischief. Don't... Yeah. Well, anyone who read a comic about Loki will know. Okay. And and they do mention it in the film. Yeah. Do they really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I missed that. And also, Loki in Norse mythology is the God of, is Mischief. God of Mischief. Okay. Which and you... I love Loki. And also, didn't you not say at the very beginning of this, you love Vikings? I do love Vikings and, you love and North I love mythology, Loki. don't you? Yeah. So but I had not I... heard of Loki before, to be honest. Oh, he's only one of the biggest of the uh, Norse mythology gods. Right. Not in the Vikings series on Netflix. No, but Norse mythology runs parallel to Vikings because they're a people, not a mythology. Yeah, you keep mentioning Vikings, but Norse mythology is over are the a wider gods area. Of the Vikings are a type of. I know, but I know. Well, so. so Vikings are people who lived who follow Norse mythology, yeah. but they are just one part of a, yeah. a society and a culture that followed Follows it. Norse There's mythology. more that like Egyptians that. followed Ra, Ra, and all those gods, the sun gods, and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm okay. Like we're on time team here. Okay, well, <laughs> well, moving on before we show our complete ineptness with uh, historical <laughs> god stuff. Uh, we're now going to do what I feel is my favourite bit. So it's two parts. First part is we're going to give this film a score out of 10. And then we're going to see where that fits into our uh, Marvel film rankings. 
Uh, and then after that, we're going to see whether any of our characters from the Thor film will ultimately feature in our top 10 favourite Marvel characters of all time. The rules with the characters one is we are allowed to put them anywhere in the top 10 when it's that film, but they then have to stay in that place and drop down or move up as is appropriate uh, until such time as the next film. So, for example, if you put Thor in at 3 now, he w you can't move him around as a character until we see the next Thor movie. So, start with the rankings. Uh, who wants to go first with this one? Who wants to give their score out of 10? <laughs> why, the... why, why, are you, why are you pointing at me? Because you, you want me to go first. I want you to you go first because Go on then, lay them. 7 out of 10 for this. <laughs> Wait. Oh, hang on. Well, go on. Oh my God, it's a Okay, what's going on so let's, let's read out Latham's uh, film so far. We've got Iron Man is number one, nine out of ten. Iron Man 2, eight out of ten in second place. Number three is Captain Marvel, eight out of ten. Uh, number four is Captain America, first veggie, that's seven out of ten. And fifth is Hulk, the shit one, uh, six out of ten. So you're giving seven out of ten for this. Now, will that feature above or below Captain America? A below, and there's a reason why the sevens is because I'm because I'm obviously this is a rewatch for me, and not much else popped out of this movie the first time than the second time. However, because I have the benefit of seeing all of the movies, I know where this character goes the same as I know where the Captain America one goes. So I have some leeway in my scoring. Okay. Do you want to go next? I gave it seven out of ten too. Oh, is that like oh, like, oh, swimming, like parallels? Aren't we? Woo, woo. Yeah, I gave it seven out of ten. Okay, well, do you want to read out your uh, film rankings so far? Yeah. So Iron Man one was nine out of ten. Iron Man two was eight out of ten. Thor was seven out of ten. Captain America was seven out of ten. Captain Marvel was six out of ten, and Hulk was one out of ten. Why is Thor going above Captain America? Because I like Thor better. It was fun. It was a funnier film than Captain America for me. So just purely because of the humour um, and Loki, I'm putting it in higher. Okay. Yeah. I have a problem with my scoring. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell us why. Well, when I was looking back through my scoring from my previous one so let me read out my scoring before i insert my thor uh, number one was iron man nine insert out of ten your what sorry <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit rude mark um number one's iron man nine out of ten number two was captain america eight out of ten number three was iron man two eight out of ten captain marvel was seven out of ten and finally it was hulk four out of ten my problem is I gave Iron Man 2 8 out of 10 and with hindsight I feel that probably should have been more than a, more a 7 than an 8. It was better than Captain Marvel but I don't feel it was enough to get an 8. Now I don't know, am I allowed to change that score? No, that you was can... your rule. That's fair enough. In which case I have to give Thor an 8 out of 10. I feel much the same as now retrospectively Iron Man 2. Both are 7 out of 10 films, but it's not worse than Iron Man 2. So I'm going to give it 8 out of 10. I'm going to put it third. So it's got Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, Iron Man 2, Captain Marvel, and then Hulk. Okay, so it's three in your list and three in my list as well. Oh, 
Okay. Right. Character rankings. Who wants to go first for this? You go first. Go on, Ish. <sighs> no, but I always miss characters and then I regret it afterwards, so I think you should go well, first. Well, shall I go first this time? Because oh, right, okay. went first before. Yeah, go on. Okay, so I've got one, two. I've got three new entries into my top ten. Well. And uh, I'm sort of keeping a track of characters outside of the top ten who I'll give a notable mention to. So, uh, my top ten Marvel characters are now looking like this. Number one is Captain America, because he's... Both. Amazing. Number two is Iron Man. Number three in the new entry is Thor. We've got three buff men there. Uh, Well, no. Number four is Loki, and... I am going that way around for now because I don't I the character hasn't developed in a way that perhaps may or may not happen in the future, which might or might not mean that he may or may not be ranked differently. Uh number five, Black Widow, number six, Nick's Fury, number seven, Justin Hammer, number eight is Darcy Lewis. <laughs> cause wow. I, Cause I just thought she was funny. <laughs> Wow. Well, number nine is Pepper Potts and number ten is Rhodey. What? You're telling me that Darcy Lewis isn't a funnier character than Pepper Potts and Rhodey? Or Coulson or Talos. So, um, other noticeable mentions are Heimdall, Hawkeye, Odin, Eric Selvig and Jane Foster. Well, I've mentioned Jane only because she's a character. Eric, I'm a bit nerd on. Odin, I don't really like Odin. Hawkeye is not in the top 10 at the minute because we haven't seen the character. So I'm not going to prejudice that. And Heimdall was ever so close to potentially going into my top 10. But can I say he was better than Peggy Carter? I can't. Can I say he was better than Talos in Captain Marvel? I can't. So on that basis, I can't put him in the top 10. So that's mine. Uh, Who wants to go next then? I'll go. My top 10 was Capt- uh, Iron Man, number two, Coulson. Loki's coming in at number three. So Loki's below Coulson. Loki is below Coulson. I love Loki. You know you've just said you love Loki, but you're putting below Coulson. Who, A, is a knob, and B, we haven't seen a huge amount of No, yet. but I'm using... It's not just Coulson in this film. I'm building up a feeling for Coulson from the last few films. So Coulson, for me, can't move out of number two for the moment. But Loki's coming in at three. Thor's coming in at four. Because he's <laughs> Four funny. Thor. Four is Thor. Right. Th- yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Pepper is staying at five. Well, Pepper's moved down to five. Bucky's at six. Talos is at seven. Black Widow's at eight. Nick Fury's at nine. OB is at ten. I did put Odin in at number 15, which isn't relevant, but he, I do like him. I can't believe Captain America is 14 yeah. in your list. Captain America is 14 in my list right now. I do have some regrets with this <laughs> ranking, I have to admit. I but do... Does it start with Colton being in at two? No, I do... I do you know, hold at five for Coulson and I'm quite happy with that. I do feel like Captain America has slid down the list probably further than I would have expected at this point. <laughs> or anyone deserves, else for that matter. Um, and yeah, and the fact that Obi is, yeah, there's quite a lot. You've of got people. Whiplash above Captain America. Yeah, but I am a baddie girl, you know that already. I like the baddie, so I liked the, the blah blah on that. So yeah, that's mine. All right, Leila, go, go on. on. I'm going to have to write yours down. 
Well, let me give you what they are currently. Okay. Because there's not there's not major upset to the list. So at the moment, number one is Iron Man, two is Talos, three is Red Skull, four is Bucky Barnes, five is Captain America, followed by six uh, Agent Peggy Carter. In at seven is Ronan the Accuser. Up from nine to eight is Abomination. Number nine, down from eight, is Thunderbolt Ross. Number ten is Whiplash. And the ones who are outside of that currently stand at Pepper Potts at 11, Nick Fury at 12, and Happy Hogan at Unlucky for some number 13. Now, I was going to throw Hawkeye in, but as Mark rightly says, he's not a Hawkeye technically yet. No. Nope. So he's been jibbed. So all I only want to put in today at number two is Loki. So you're not putting Thor in that top ten? No. So Thor's not coming above Thunderbolt Ross, despite the abomination that was the Hulk? Yeah. Wow. Wow. You're not thinking tact- tactically, tactically enough, are you? Tactically? Who are you being tactically with? So I saying that? With any mouthful of stop, gobstoppers? Well, no, we're, what, we're six movies in. So we've got we've got nineteen movies. Yeah, but I don't mean to say you can't go in the top ten now. No, but I'm I'm thinking who's going to pop in in the next couple of movies? We've got the Avengers now. I can't believe you think that Red Skull is better than Thor. Okay. Or Ronan the Accuser that was only in there for two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It has no backstory whatsoever. At all. Well. <laughs> wow. Well. Wow. Doesn't he though? <laughs> He doesn't. Well, no, you wouldn't think so, would you? Yeah, but you're talking about potentially what may come in the future, having just said that you've not put Thor in there because of what might come in in the future. No, I put people in that I like. Thor doesn't do it for me. He might be lovely and buff, but he ain't going to help me with his big hammer. (laughs) I'm happy with the abomination with his massive sledgehammer. Have you seen his hammer? I mean, I mean Thor versus Abomination, and Abomination wins. Yeah, you know, I can't believe wow. Abomination you, gets in and Thor wow. doesn't. You guys are not thinking big picture. I mean, I mean, I'm j- let's not brush over the fact that Captain America isn't in any of that top fourteen. He is. He is. He's number six. All right, that's been my that. list. You're talking about. That yeah, mine has got off. all the greats in there. <laughs> Hey, I liked your list until today. Well, okay, you can start off, can't you? <laughs> but basically, it's got all the greats, and they will be great, and they are great. The ones that are kind of just slow slow movers down the list, Pepper Potter, Nick Fury, and Happy Hogan, well, you know, they're great, but not as great as the ones above them. Okay, well... I have well, loads of villains. If you wanted a gang of people... You, you are would... a villain for not picking Thor. <laughs> Thor. Thor's all right. He's funny. If you want him round for beer drinking and pie eating and throw hammers <laughs> at people to get your coffee, he's great. But in your corner, who do you want? You want Loki and his band of villains, and they will ruin you. Okay, well, if you would like, if you would like to voice your opinion on any of our lists, then get in touch with us on social media. We'll also we'll probably post the lists or the current lists on there. So throw your comments, email us at the two marks at the podstation why don't you check out the previous episodes that we've obviously covered? We're going to be doing the next one in two weeks' time, which is Avengers Assemble. Indeed, very excited. Are you excited? Have you seen? I presume you haven't seen this. No. So, I'm very excited to see where this goes. Yeah, this would be exciting. It's all coming together now, apparently, isn't it? Well, I hope so. Well, the MCU's gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Alright guys, well thank you very much for listening and we'll catch you next time. Thanks for tuning in. Excelsior!
Get social at The Two Marks on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Or you can also check them out on YouTube.